Welcome to the Aaron LeBauer Show. This is the number one show for passionate physical therapy and healthcare entrepreneurs looking to level up their income and impact on the world. If that's you, then you're in the right place. So sit back, chill out, and let's get into the show. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the show. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer. I've got red hair and a red beard. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, dope. Sometime check us out on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, we're over on iTunes. But uh, happy holidays, happy new year, um, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, etc. Um, let's see. It is, uh, I'm recording this, December 26th. Okay. I just did a call earlier with a few of our Platinum uh, Mastermind and Project, our Project Yellowstone members, which we've got a Platinum Mastermind group, and I've got a group for people that are doing more than 20K, uh, have big vision and future for their uh, for their life and their career and our profession, and we meet uh, an extra time a month um, to go over strategy, not just ask questions, and also we do some deeper, like, I don't know, reflection and... Uh, and coaching sometimes and today I did a really cool session with our members and I learned these questions from my coach Taki Moore so shout out to Taki um the way Taki calls it the R5 uh or I don't even know what the five is but it's the it's a reflection exercise and as we were doing it I was reflecting on my year and um sharing it with our members and I was like I need to share this on the podcast this is really cool stuff so if you have a second you can pause this and go grab a pen and paper um, or pull up another app like uh, Google Keep or your Notes app or your Apple like Notes or something like that or Doc and write this down because I hope this is going to be helpful for you going into next year. And you may be listening to this in early 2024. It doesn't really matter. Um, I'm going to send this out to Laura and she'll get out soon. But uh, this is it. So 2023 has been... Um, a pretty big year for a lot of people, a pretty crazy year for some. It's been a little bit of both for me. And uh, and I've been reflecting on the year, on like what went well and what didn't, what I need to do next year. And I always do that between Christmas and New Year's, to sit down and spend some time doing this. And I wanted to give you that little bit of opportunity to kind of reflect on your last year and where you want to go next year. So there's four questions. And I'm going to share the questions, and then I'm going to share kind of my things. And um, what would be really dope is as you write yours down, if you want to share them with me somehow, like if you're in our free group, the Cash PT Nation, you want to post it in there. Or if you're not, you can request to join. It's on Facebook. Just type in Cash PT Nation. Um, you'll find us. You could share it in there. You can share it with me on Instagram. Like you could put it on a story and tag me or send it in a message to me. That'd be really dope. So let's start with the number one, um, the first question. This is about pride and gratitude. What are the your top three best things this year. So if you think back from to 2023, maybe you're listening to this in the future and it's like May, 2025, I don't care. Think about the last 12 months. What are the top three best things from the last 12 months? I want you to write them down and I'm gonna tell you mine. And as I'm telling you mine, maybe it'll trigger something for you, but think about like the top three best things. These aren't just necessarily wins in your business. These are the three best things that happened to you, business, personal, family, maybe fitness, et cetera. Um, so my top three, number one, I mean, it was PT BizCon. I got to run, finally run an in-person live event, PT BizCon. It, the fourth year, I finally did it live. If you've been listening long enough, 
you know, in 2020, we had a live event in Charlotte, had 135 people coming. And a week before the event, I had to move it all online. We moved it all online, added another 35 people, um, and pulled off what most people uh, thought was impossible. It was an online uh, two-day event, which is really great. Um, but it was online. And the next year, 2021, I think straight up with COVID, I was like, we're going to do it online. And improved it because of the things I learned. In 2022, my we didn't know what was going to happen. We planned both in person and online because in the fall of 21, you know, things could get better. Uh, but it wasn't ideal to get people in person again in 2022, so we did it online. And then <laughs> for 2023, I was like, "We're doing this in person," and we did it. And it was better than I thought possible. But it was also really fucking hard. Um, but PT BizCon finally pulled that off. And that was like 10 months ago, maybe not even 10 months ago at this time. That was like nine months ago and it feels like ages. So also other best thing that happened, top thing that happened to me this year is I got to spend 10 days in Hawaii. That was really amazing. Oh my God. Like Hawaii came at the right time for me. Um, I was out there attending um, Taki Moore's uh, boardroom and black belt event. So for before COVID, um, he would get together people in person three times a year in Sydney and three times a year in uh, like Orange County, California, somewhere. Um, and this was the first in-person event he did since COVID because his people are international. And the year before they had tried to do something in Hawaii, but because of travel restrictions for a lot of people didn't do it. And it was amazing. But really what was amazing to me was I was able to go and work for five hours in the morning, and then the afternoon, fuck off. You know, I got to go surfing every day. I got to meet with a couple clients. I got to surf with one of my clients, with Kyle Womack. It was awesome. I got to surf the North Shore of Hawaii. I got the best poke, and the best poke in Hawaii is in the grocery store on the North Shore of Hawaii. Um, I got to meet with uh, my coaching client, Alex uh, Langford, and see where she uh, works, and her town in uh, Kailua, got to see a little secret beach and do some one-on-one -on -one coaching with her, which was really special because living in Hawaii um, for full time, she hadn't been to our in-person events, um, you know, because of the distance and the travel and, you know, some other things. So that was really cool. But what was really awesome to me was just like living that lifestyle of, you know, I can work in the morning and play in the evening. And I, and I realized I just did that uh, again this past weekend when I went up to the mountains and um, I worked in the morning and played in the evening. So I this past, so this is kind of tailing off and more of the lesson piece. But I realized that you know it was really great. Um, so let me get back to Hawaii. Uh, you know, also while I was in Hawaii, that was when I got the notice from my lawyer that my divorce was finalized and things just fell into place for me and just like a whole bunch of weight came off my shoulders. So this past weekend, I went up to the mountains and I worked during the day and I did the night ski session at Appalachian Mountain, which was a ton of fun. And it's just like, oh, like I love that stuff. The, the third best thing that happened to me this year was I got the freedom to DWTFTW, which is an acronym for do whatever the fuck I want. So maybe it was an IW. <laughs> I wrote it down wrong. I get to do whatever I want. And I've been able to do that. Um, for a long time, but I got back into that essence of going, okay, I can do whatever I want 
the hard thing is there's a this freedom paradox I learned from one of my mentors and coaches, Craig Ballantyne. Um, it's this freedom paradox. You have so much freedom that it becomes uh, like anxiety producing because you don't know what to choose. But I've realized that I can do whatever I want, so I have to like do fun stuff. I have to do the things that I want and actually go do them. And I, I really get to do that, and that's so cool. So I want you to list out, and they don't have to be in any order, what are the three top things, the best things that happened to you this year, like personal, business, etc. I mean, I got some other business things, but if I think about the three things is PT BizCon Hawaii and getting back to being able to say, okay, I can do whatever I want. Let me design my life in the way that I want it. The, the next piece is about growth. What are the biggest challenges you've grown through and what did you learn? So what are the biggest challenges you've grown through? It can be two or three, maybe only one, maybe there's five. What are the biggest challenges you've grown through in the last 12 months in 2023? And what is the lesson you extracted from them? Okay, biggest challenge, uh, there's a couple. For me, I'm gonna go back to PT BizCon, I held a live event. Like that was a massive undertaking. I mean, it really, t- it took me four years to get it, but we were planning it probably eight months ahead of time and that didn't feel like it was enough. And I can go through a whole list of, you know, what I could do next time, you know, from, you know, sponsors to, you know, the marketing to, you know, what do we charge, you know, to sales at the event, to running the event, to the offer, all that stuff. But the big lesson, there's a couple of big lessons is one, people like to come together. Like bringing your audience together in person is really important. It connects people. I mean, I had so many people tell me like, thank you. Like this is the best, you know, physical therapy event they'd ever been to, et cetera. Um, and it was great. But I can also tell you that it was so hard. <laughs> it's so stressful. And it took a lot. That event took a lot out of me that for months I was like, don't talk to me about next year. Don't talk to me about next year. It was just, it was intense. It was also an intense time of my life, you know. And if you've followed me and listened to, if you've listened to the, was it the second episode of the Aaron LeBauer show? Uh, a couple months ago, um, I talk about going through the divorce and like that was coming up like right around like a year marker. And it was just like, it was emotionally draining. And then that was was on top of that. It was tough. So what I learned, like the biggest challenge was like relying on my team, relying on myself and knowing that, uh, I mean, I can do whatever I want to do. I just have to want to do it. And I can go through hard things. And that was hard thing on top of a hard thing on top of a hard thing. So other challenge that I've had is kind of pulls into that is living alone. You know, I was married for 18 years. I think I lived with her for 20 of it. No, something like that. You know, 19, 20. We didn't live together the whole time in San Francisco. We physically couldn't live together for a few years because it wasn't just easy to get an apartment together, et cetera. Um, but I think since uh, 2003 through like 2022, something like that, 19 years. And before that, I had roommates for nine years in San Francisco. Before that, I had roommates in college and a roommate in a year in Israel. And I grew up in my own house. So I had never lived alone. So that one, half the time, I have my calf kids, but half the time I'm, I'm living alone and getting back into feeling comfortable doing that was, was one of my biggest challenges this year. And, um, it hasn't been easy. 
And some of you out there have probably gone through that same thing, or maybe some of you will. Uh, hopefully, like, it's for the right reasons. But I'll say, like, the lesson is being comfortable being uncomfortable because it's the discomfort is where you grow. I mean, I've grown a ton in the last year and a half. You know, and I think when, if I think back to when I was in college, seeing or right after people going, oh, I'm going to get this job doing X, Y, and Z. Um, I'm going to get a, uh, I'm going to get a cubicle job. I'm going to go do this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be unhappy if I'm doing the same thing or I'm the same person in 10 years. And you know what? Every 10 years, something different is changing for me. It's job, career, life, etc. You know, it forced me to uh, grow and do a lot of hard work, you know, and, uh, you know, working with therapists has helped, listening to podcasts, reading books, all those things have helped. But the lesson is, is be okay being uncomfortable because sometimes it's the only way you're going to grow and change. And then uh, number three, the biggest challenge was getting back to my purpose. So I've had a purpose in my life and my business for a while. And, and the thing that I really clung to was, okay, when my kids go to college, when both of them are in college, then, you know, myself and my wife, we can move and live wherever we want. And I wanted to create a business to support that. Now that's not really a, a reality. And I look back and go, I've been able to do that for a while. The limiter was I wanted to be in Greensboro for my kids. So it's helping. It's the challenge is redefining my purpose and why do I get up every morning and get to work? Um, I had a patient come through the door in the clinic the other day and I just met her. Um, Caitlin introduced me to her. She'd been in like five or six times and she was like, Dr. LeBauer, thank you for creating this place. You know, and I was just like, wow, that's why I do this. Like, (laughs) that's why I struggle through, you know, challenges in the clinic. And that's why I do this for, um, for other people is because I want you to have, a business and patients come through and thank you for that because I get my clients come and say, thank you for doing this. Like I'd never met this client and really it's so I'm still in this process of defining what that purpose is, but that's been the last, you know, six or seven weeks of going, okay, what's the purpose? Because without purpose, um, you're not going to have like, you're not going to get up and achieve your goals. And some of my purpose is this like chip on my shoulder. People told me I can't do it. Um, I've got the haters and they keep the chip on the shoulder, but it's really like, what's the, what's the purpose? What's my purpose? And I'm still working on that. But the lesson is you got to have a deep purpose because the people who've come through the clinic and coaching business who don't have a real why and purpose for getting better or bettering themselves and bettering their business, they don't really make it to the other end or they flail around and they don't make choices because, or decisions because they don't know why it matters and understanding why it matters is like that's a big lesson. So what are the big challenges you've grown through and what did you learn? And so I learned live events are hard and expensive, but people love them. Living alone is like, I got to get comfortable living alone before I choose to live with someone else again. I know that. And you got to have your purpose. And the purpose is becoming more about leaving, uh, like creating, um, economic independence, Um, and generational wealth for my kids and making sure that my kids don't just have money to do whatever they want, but they have the knowledge and leverage um, to create a life for themselves that I've created for me and for them. Incomplete. 
this next, the four, third question is, what unfinished business do you have? So think about what's something you started that's really meaningful to you that you just didn't finish, that whether it didn't go your way, whether you just didn't have time to complete it. Maybe it wasn't as urgent as some other things that came on your plate. I mean, I definitely had some things happen in the last year where, you know, I'll tell you in a second, uh, you know, that it like, you know, I'm like, whoop, got that out of the way. Like that's incomplete. Um, I would say there's a couple things, you know, in business, like incomplete. So, I mean, is there something incomplete? Like running PT BizCon live again, is that incomplete a second time? Like I completed that like for three years, that was in this column. I think this year it's like, I want to have like 50 paying members in my mastermind. Like that's just an arbitrary number. Like the number that I have is great, but I want this like 50 number. Okay, cool. 50 people who I can serve high quality, many more than that, you know, like I think I can do that and I know I can, I have, my team has to look different, but that's just been a goal that I've set for myself a few years ago and that I was on pace to hit and then I didn't hit and I'm like, uh, so that's a goal. I've just got this goal and I've, I could say there's a goal like that for the clinic of X number of people, but that hasn't been my focus this year. So the, the unfinished business, um, there's that. And then there's also, you know, running some other like, it's not unfinished yet, some other in-person event, but there's a clinic one. There's a clinic unfinished business. Okay. And this just happened and I'm probably doing an episode on what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. But just a few weeks ago, I got notice from Caitlin that she's moving on to work in a healthcare tech company and she's uh, leaving our clinic in January. And I had it set up where you know, she was managing the clinic and getting a, um, you know, like a bonus, the bigger she grows it, you know, and that kind of like, I was like, oh, this is set, but now it's not set and that's unfinished. And I got a, you know, I've got things in motion for next year to finish that out and make sure that the clinic grows without me. I mean, with me, but without me in a sense, like I spend most of my time doing the coaching stuff. I want to spend my time doing podcasts, creating content creating content even for the clinic without running the day-to-day. So I've got Chris now has said, yes, he wants to fill that role. And you know what? Awesome. Like, but that's some unfinished business. I got to get that. I want to get that running because I can't tell you how many times I've thought in the last three years, oh, I could let that clinic go. It's hard. I've put in hard hours in 2020 helping people keep their jobs. So there's the clinic. There's a coaching business one. And then like the personal one unfinished is getting comfortable and used to being who I am again, which is funny because uh, relationships change you. And I let myself change a lot being in a relationship, which is fine. And I'm not in a relationship anymore. And I got to get comfortable with that, which is really hard right? Getting comfortable, but it's not just getting comfortable with who I am. It's finding out, okay, what are the things that I really like? Where are the things I don't like? Where are the things I've been doing that don't serve me? Where are the things I haven't been doing that do serve me? And getting like comfortable, being uncomfortable and getting comfortable doing things in that way or, you know, spending a holiday without my kids, like that's hard, but you know, that's the unfinished business that I have. I've got personal growth goals and that's not something that there's really like a number on. 
But if I'm thinking about, let me see, I got my, my coaching business, I got my clinic and I got my person, those three things, those are unfinished. And those are things that, uh, I'm working on and focused on next year in 2024. So write down yours. Like what have you started this year? What goal did you set that you didn't quite reach? You know, I'm going to say this about goals. You're really supposed to set goals that you're not reaching because then you're not striving and working hard enough. And if you're hitting your goals too soon, you're not setting big enough goals. It's as simple as that. And as soon as you start approaching a goal, you know, you're going to hit it, raise the bar, make it bigger. Okay. This is the last question. This is about aspirations. What are your top three aspirations next year? What are your top three things that you want to achieve and accomplish? And these are kind of goals, but these are more like, I think this is more than an aspiration is more than a goal. What are three things that you want to do? Or what are some, what's something that you want people to say about you? I was just hanging out with some uh, friends and we were chatting and we were talking about um, someone we know in town who owns a car dealership. And they were like, you know what? Everyone talks great things about Garson. He's like, I wish that when people were talking, you know, behind my back, they had as good of things to say about me as they do him, you know, and it's true. It's like, can you be that person that people talk about in a positive light? And yet I know Aaron LeBauer, like people are going to do that. And that's really what I want. And if I'm doing it right, not everyone's going to like me. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's supposed to like you. So what I, what I put aspirations, the number one thing that I, I shared, and we shared this like in our small group today, but like my aspiration, which I don't think is realistic for next year based on the definition, but it's to get there is to start getting there. And this is this idea of economic independence. I mentioned earlier, economic independence is when your assets produce dividends that, uh, and that dividend amount is higher than your monthly expenses. So can you, let's say you have monthly expenses for yourself, your business, your family, all combined is let's say $20,000. Do you have assets, um, investment, uh, retirement portfolios, uh, real estate, you know, um, other like, uh, affiliate fees. I don't know things that those, that money that comes in is higher than your expenses. And to me, this is like, not just my, my business producing the revenue, it's non-business or non-business businesses that don't have Aaron LeBauer's name on them producing this revenue. And, you know, so my aspiration next year is to get started and to build, let's say $5,000. Because let's say I, can, I want 20K a month in dividends. Okay, so by the end of next year, I want to have something that produces 5K a month. Maybe even I should, I should go higher and say, hey, let's do 10. Maybe it's even only 20. But I just made this up this morning. But if I'm coaching myself and say, yeah, do 5K is probably reasonable. 10K is probably a good goal. Um, and it depends on how you're going to define these assets and investments. Um, I've got a couple affiliate relationships that could get me to 5k in the next 12 months. And if I'm going to define it as an affiliate relationship with someone else's business, bringing me money, I'm pretty sure I can do 5k. So why not? Let me just do 10k and I'm going to actually going to write that down for myself, you know, but I also want to build 10k in dividends from investments where I invest, not just knowledge and time, but I invest money somewhere else like real estate. I want to make a real estate deal. I'm not going to force it, but I'd like to do something like that. That brings me in, you know, two to 10 K a month, some kind of real estate or business deal. Like that'd be dope. That's my aspiration. 
number one. Um, number three, or number three, yeah, number three. is the third one I wrote down, but it's really number two. Is like, I want to get to 150K months and more in my own business, in my coaching business. That'd be dope. Like, I know I can do it. I know what it looks like. There's just a few levers I have to pull and a few things I have to change. Um, you know, this year was a year of doing 100K months. Okay, those are great. And I mentioned that to someone at one of the uh, boardroom events and he was like, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of stuck there. He's like, yeah, hundred K months are hard, <laughs> you know? So I just have one or two things I need to unlock a couple levers to pull, which I started pulling them already. Um, but they're taking their time to, you know, show results. I mean, one is time of year, time of life. Um, but, uh, that's it. Like if, can I do that? Yeah. Then I'm on track to that two to 3 million a year. Okay. And then get back to, like, I mean, I put like, you know, I don't know what it is. It's, I put like, you know, leadership. I think it's improve my lead, get back to improving my leadership or improve my leadership in my family, with my kids, with my friends, with my, in my businesses and, you know, in physical therapy as an industry. Like, no, that doesn't mean I'm going to go join APTA and, and, you know, run for office, but it's like, get back to leading I've done it before. I think I'm still doing some of those things, but it doesn't feel as present in my mind because uh, other things have been distracting me for the last two years. So just kind of get back to that and looking at the direction um, that I think we should be going and leading people there and leading people in my business. Like the direction as a profession in my business is in my family. And part of that is like getting back to the purpose. So those are my aspirations for this year. What I'd love to know is what are yours? Right, so write yours down. If you haven't, you can pause this, rewind, do it again. Um, but I'd like to share, like you to share it with someone. You don't have to share it with me. Share it with your friend, business partner, spouse, coworker. Share it with me. I mean, sharing it is half uh, half the exercise, right? So we did that today in our group. We went around and we each shared. And by sharing it, you get to articulate it. So by me sharing it on this podcast with you allows me to articulate these things and put them out into the world that I'm going to do. This is what I'm all about. Like you don't have to get up and do it on a podcast, but maybe share it on a podcast or YouTube video or Facebook live or in a message with me or someone else or share it with yourself, write it in a letter, mail it to yourself, you know, in a year, give it to someone, I don't know, do something like that. Something cool. Okay. I'm going to ask you one more question. Um, I didn't ask this to our, our group today, um, but I'm going to ask you this because I think this is important. What old beliefs or fears have you had about losing clients in business um, over this period? What are the beliefs that you need to drop? What are, the, um, what are the beliefs that you need to let go of to change? Like what are these old beliefs and habits that need to change? Do you know what they are? Like people won't pay people, you know, you know, maybe it's a, who am I to charge $200 an hour, 250 an hour or a thousand dollars for a course or $10,000 for a consulting gig. You know, one of my clients today told me she, uh, she, and one of her things was she was, she's asked two different parties for quoted them $10,000 for a consulting gig. She said, one of them said, yes, <laughs> that's dope. You know, um, but you're not going to get something if you don't ask for it and you have to drop these old beliefs and habits. So what are the one or two old beliefs, habits, or fears that you need to drop in order to grow into something new? 
if you want to learn a little bit more about some of this, I, one of the books that helped me early on, I'm going to have to go look at it. It's, uh, I did a Baron Baptiste yoga training and it was, I think it was called journey into power. I think that was the name of the, um, the book. Um, and he's got some of these, like not the same questions, but these are different questions. Baron Baptiste, B-A-P-T-I-S-T-E. You know, a big part of the yoga teacher training is, um, personal development, self-awareness. You've maybe heard lately, like your business can only grow. What was it like your business can only grow as far as you're willing to go yourself? Like your personal development will stunt your business. Like if you're not self-aware of your beliefs, your behaviors, your patterns of how you're acting, how you're communicating, you can have a really hard time growing into who you want to be because maybe you're not even aware of who you are and you don't know who you are and where you are, how are you ever going to get somewhere else? Okay, there's this other piece of setting goals where you're not going to say, I want to, or even I will. Like those are future tense. They're not committed. It's in, like, let's say, if we did a goal setting, I would say, hey, in 2024, by the end of December 2024, I am a blank. You know, I am a six figure cash practice owner. I am a million dollar business coach. I am a leader of my family who does, you know, goes on vacation, you know, eight weeks a year with my kids, something like that. You have to do it in present tense. And so think about those things. Okay. Now the second part of this question is what new empowering beliefs or metaphors will allow you to not just retain your current clients, your business, um, but will have you more excited and committed to get, um, to grow an even bigger business. What are the new empowering beliefs or metaphors that you need to adopt? to grow into this next phase of your life and of your business. Because the same person who got me to six figures isn't the person that got me to a million. And that per that person that got me to a million and the team that got me there will not be the team that gets me to 2 million or 10 million. It, it will not be the same. Okay. It already looks different from this time last year and from three years ago and from five years ago when I hired my first, it was seven years ago when I hired my first uh, employee it looks different. And so what I want you to do is think about what are the new beliefs that you need to have, that you need to adopt, that you, that are the new things you need to actually believe about yourself and about the world and about money to allow you to hit your goals. Happy new year. We'll chat soon. See you on the next show. And by the way, if you want to get a personalized game plan and chat with me about, uh, where you are, where you want to go and, how we might help you grow your business and take you to new heights in 2024 and beyond, go to callwithaaron.com or shoot me a DM over on Instagram. Um, just message me the word strategy and uh, we'll set up a call. Um, it's a free 15 minute call. We'll just dive quickly into where you are, where you want to go and see if it's something we can help you with. And if we can't, we'll point you in the right direction. If we can, we'll book in another time to dig into how. Just go to callwithaaron.com. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy New Year. Peace out. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. If you have an established PT business and you want to 10x your marketing, time, income, impact, and scale your business to multiple six or seven figures, 
then I'd love to invite you to join me or someone on my team for a free strategy and scale session. On this call, we'll help you get clear on your goals, identify the obstacles in your way, uncover the hidden opportunities in your business, and then we'll map out a three-step action plan so that you have more fun, help even more people, make even more money much quicker, and you'll leave the session feeling clear, confident, and excited about taking your physical therapy business to the next level. Sound good? If that's a yes, just DM me the word call over on Instagram at Aaron LeBauer, and I'll get back to you with all the details. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week on the show.